great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Monday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I hope you folks had a great weekend. I really do. I spent the entire weekend in New Jersey at the Meadowlands, and I had a wonderful time. No, I wasn't at the sports stadium, at Life Stadium. I was at the uh, Dream World, Dream Works, Dream Works Indoor Water Park. Indoor water park where the temperature is set all day at 81 degrees. It feels like summertime. It was lovely, and so was the staff, and and uh, we were there from 11 a.m. until 7.30 p.m., and then just hours ago, Sunday, we were next door to the water park at the Nickelodeon Park Indoor Amusement Park. My grandkids enjoyed everything. It was my grandson's uh, birthday, Carter. And thank you to DreamWorks at the Meadowlands. Uh, we really, really had a great time. So we will get to former President Trump and the possible indictment in just a few minutes. Andrew Cuomo, the former governor of New York, on WABC Friday night for an entire hour, taking telephone calls from the public with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis. But I want to start this morning with some Ford Motors employees, employees of Ford Motors. There is stupid, and then there is really stupid. Be careful what you ask for and for what you want, because it may just oftentimes come true. Ford employees, some, you can't make this up, they want the company to stop making Police cars, Ford Motors, some of their employees wants the company to stop making police cars. A letter to Ford CEO Jim Hackett and Chairman Bill Frost asked the company to take action by July 15th. And you already know, I'm about to tell you why. You already know, folks. And I'm going to actually, because I want to make sure I get this right, I'm going to uh, read a little bit of (laughs) of the letter. It is not funny, from Ford employees. And it says, throughout history, the vehicles that Ford employees design and build have been used as accessories to police brutality and obsession. There's repeating. 
Ford employees, they essentially want to cut their own throat. They want the company to stop making police cars because, quote, again, throughout history, the vehicles that Ford employees design and build have been used as accessories to police brutality and oppression. It goes on. We know that while many join support or supply law enforcement with good intentions, these racist police practices that plague our society are historic and systematic, a history and system perpetuated by Ford for over 70 years, ever since Ford introduced its first ever police package in 1950. So they claim that multiple videos have been shown publishing or showing law enforcement officers driving Ford police interceptors into crowds of protesters at several events throughout the United States. So they're calling for Ford to cease development, production, and sale of all custom police vehicles and products. So the money that Ford brings in uh, from police vehicles, it's not it's not necessarily their bread and butter. It's not most of the money that comes in to, to Ford. But, but, but. Now I, I have to break this down, and, and we're going to open up the phone lines, uh, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So to a reasonable person, to myself, this is a bread-and-butter issue. It's how you make your salary. This is how you feed your family how you send your kids to college, and you want your employer to stop one of the moneymakers, Ford would be stupid to do so. You are, in essence, telling police agencies to take their vehicle business elsewhere. So basically the CEO, in a nice way, told them it's never going to happen. Uh, it, it's just it's just remarkable. Let, let me try and give you another equivalent here. It, what they are doing, the employees, is okay, so, so let, let's take let's take WABC in this show, for example. It would never happen in a million years. It's the equivalent of me going to our owner-operators, John and Margot Katsimatidis, and saying, uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like the advertisements that, that run on, on my show. Uh, I want you to change the advertisements, and I don't want you to take those advertisers anymore. And after security escorted me outside the building... I would be standing outside the building uh, 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 talking to the wind. I would never cut my own throat. Be careful. Everything is not racism. Everything is not racism. You, you work for the company. You pay your mortgage this way. 
and you want them to stop making police vehicles because you say that Ford vehicles have been use, used in uh, in uh, in uh, racial uh, racial or or, or uh, police brutality. It, it's this, this this is crazy. So we're we're going to get to um, Andrew Cuomo and President Trump in a second. Uh, Cuomo appearing, I listened to the entire show Friday night with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis. But I want to start with uh, some of your telephone calls. Let's begin Let's begin with uh, with uh, Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Good morning. Uh, yeah, Dominic, you know, I think you hit it right on the head. You see, these are assembly line workers, okay? Like you said, they're feeding their families. If they don't want to, if they don't want to make these cars, and then give jobs to people that have no opinion and need to feed their family. If these if these workers really want to make a political statement, what they do is they quit the job. That's the that's the only option open to them to make a political statement. Nobody's interested in their opinion. And I just want to say I don't mean me to jump the gun. I know you're going to talk about Andrew Cuomo in a second, but I called a little prematurely. But I want to say something. I believe John and the radio station was moved in by organized crime. Because how does a guy go from sitting on a river with a dog by himself to move, having, having a whole entourage of suits come in and get fed softball questions to hit out of the park, which is exactly what happened. That was a he's, he's got the mafia with him, and John was made an offer he couldn't refuse. And I'm serious about this. No, no, he's wait, a wait, 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 Larry. Wait, 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 wait. Let, let, let's yeah. go back. Let, let's go back for a second. So I want to make yeah. sure I got this right. You're, you're saying that that uh, Governor Cuomo appeared uh, because of a mob ties? I, I, I'm a little confused here. Okay, I listened to every question. Every and question so did I. was, a, and so did I. Okay, every question was a softball question That's followed not up true. by, That's "When not are you true. coming up?" One was, one wasn't. One, no, no, it, no. At least, one it, at least two or three tried to. Pr- See, you, you, uh, Larry, we got to have the facts. Two or three, uh, Larry. Two or three of the questions tried to press him on what he's going to do. That is, Mr. Cuomo, with his future. But Cuomo ducked completely answering the questions. It not it's not like the the issues were avoided. And Mr. Katsimatidis did did his greatest job and I'm not saying that because I'm one of his employees. I'm saying it because it's the truth. He did his greatest job as anybody else could have done uh sitting in that position uh, next to the governor. I mean what 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 would you have liked to see happen, Larry? I, I don't understand. Dominic, don't forget Chris Cuomo was swept under the bus. He was overtalked and and blotted out. Okay, they work as a team. This, these are wait. Italians, what did what did Chris okay? Cuomo have to do with the appearance? I I don't understand. Because because just like Chris Cuomo was getting the back, taking the back of of uh, uh, having the back of Andrew Cuomo. Andrew was having the back of Chris and his own back too. Because you're going to knock my brother out. I'm going to come with the mob and force you to give me an interview and to make it a good interview. Okay, that's Larry, what he did. Larry, 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 my friend. Do you really think anybody can force a billionaire to do anything? Do you really think that, Larry? Billionaires are the most vulnerable because they're spread out. Oh, come spread on, out. Larry. Okay. All right. You're entitled to your opinion. I, I, I thought it was a wonderful interview. I listened to the entire thing, and I, I think that uh, Governor Cuomo was pressed several times 
on important issues. Now, he chose not to completely answer, and he said, and, and that's all you can do. You ask the questions and you move on. He said that he's keeping all of his options open. But this is not a, a Andrew Cuomo show right now. I'm only pointing out uh, the the what happened just Friday night in terms of uh, the entire city was aware in the tri-state area of the fact that Governor Cuomo was on this air before this same microphone with our owner-operator, John Casamitidis, who did a wonderful job, in my humble opinion, appearing with him. But we're talking about Ford right now. I'm going to get to Cuomo in just a second. Let's go to our friend Gracie in Rockland County. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning. Listen, um, my thought is this. Uh, how, how many people signed the letter that they don't want to make police cars? It might be one or two people, and it might be an agitator that got one or two people to go along with it. Because, you know, Dominic, there are so many groups out there, uh, Citizens for Clean Water, this for that, the other thing for the other thing. I was going to start um, a group, of, like, why are there Pulitzer Prizes? How how did that come about? And I was going to say when I was in the, the New City Library people uh, are giving an award for the best book. I mean, people, you could, uh, two people could make a group. Well, I, to answer your question, Gracie, I don't know how many Ford employees were part of this group, but the fact that it went to the CEO and the, uh, the uh, board chair is a serious matter. And it just makes me, it makes me sad, Gracie. It, it really does because it's a, it, it, at what point are you going to focus on bettering yourself? Are you going to focus on education? Are you going to focus on making your kids' life better? Or are you going to focus on sending them, pointing them in the right direction as opposed to whining and complaining about alleged police brutality? It, it's You're asking Ford Motors to cut their own throat. What, no, what? It, Go ahead. It's, it's ridiculous. You know what? It's to get our minds off what's really important. And everything you said is what's really important, but let's pretend that the woke agenda is what's important, not that the children are in learning. Do you know in East Ramapo, they there are there is a thousand uh, children, migrant children. I, I I I didn't know that Gracie yes. that 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 but that you, is you that know, is my home school district. That's why and, I said it. And and my son graduated from that system, but I would not I would not send any child that I know to and not because of the educators, but because no. of the budget cuts, because of the system of and that, and now you're telling me Gracie because my yes, head is about to explode. Yep. You're I, telling me at, No, 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 it's okay. After I sat uh, basically on the beach in New Jersey this weekend, indoors, and just relaxed. And 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 I, I did okay with all the kids at Nick Park Sunday. You're telling me that with all the problems that the East right. Ramapo School District yes. has, that it's been an influx now of a thousand migrant yes. students that we, that, we that few not, can speak we English. Were, Dominic, we were nine thousand. Round and now we're a thousand, and the poor kids that are there are going to be more deluded. 
you know, uh, originally that was a very good school system, but then it got diluted and diluted because you, you know, but that's what it is. Let's worry about the, the most stupid things instead of the education, which is that's the only way you pull your boots up by your bootstrap. Right, Dominic? So I, yes. I know it's ridiculous, but what it is is the Ford executives, they got this stupid letter, and they don't want to be boycotted by woke. So they got to pretend they're doing something. It's, you it's, see, but Gracie, it's, the, 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 this is why I could not be an executive, because I would sit across from them, and I would listen for maybe 10, 15 minutes, and then I would say, you could kiss my, and then I'd get up and walk out the room. That's why they hate Trump, because he doesn't take this scuff. And as far as Andrew, Andrew, wasn't it 11 women? Uh, uh, Trump only has Stormy. So let's let's forget about it already. Okay, Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I love you. You have to have more than an hour. Oh, Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you, Gracie. We'll we'll see what the future holds. Uh thank you. Thank you very much for that uh for that uh for that uh insight, Gracie. I'll I'll put it that way. Michael in New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Yeah, they constantly talk about discrimination when it comes to race. Meanwhile, the real discrimination, which is going on right now, nobody says a word about. There is a black policeman, right? A, let me repeat that. A black policeman with six, who had 16 years on the job. He had a, an immaculately spotless record. Not a, a bad thing was ever written about him, right? He is an excellent, excellent policeman. Uh, okay, Michael, get to the point. What, oh, what are you trying to tell me? He was fired by the police commissioner. Now, why was this policeman? Wait, who wait, has an Michael, absolute... wait, wait, Michael, you're, you're trying yeah. to give us the side story without giving us the story first. Fired okay. from where? Fired from New York City Police From NYPD. NYPD. Okay. He has an immaculately clean record. Okay, t- but get, Michael, please now, get to the point. They didn't. Why did they fire him? Was it because he was selling drugs? First of all, I no. have I have no but, idea what you're talking about, Michael. And you're trying. No, no, you're trying to give me a story, but I don't have time for a full story. So you got to get to the point. What is the point? Okay, I don't, they fired. They fired him because he has a friend who is a friend of Donald Trump. That's why they fired him. Not because. Wait, he wait. Did, are you referring to? And the, that police officer is white. Are you referring to the one no, that's friends black. with? Wait, wait. That's friend with Roger Stone. I don't know anything no, about this case. Yes, yes. But that's he's a white black. officer. No, the officer is black. He was on TV. Okay, but you said he's friends with Donald Trump. He's friends with no, Roger no, no, Stone. No, no, no. The guy, the the policeman, is a friend of someone who is a friend of Donald Trump. Okay, he well, doesn't know Donald Trump. Okay, but but he's but, a but Michael, but Michael, but Michael, knows. but Michael, Michael. Let, let's look at what you're telling me, friend. You're, you're saying to me that this is hearsay. You're telling me a friend of a friend that knows a friend of Donald Trump. I mean, come. I appreciate the call, though, Michael. As always, thank you for the call. Let's go to uh, let's go to Ray in New Jersey. Good morning, Ray. What's on your mind? Yeah, how you doing, Dominic? I'm glad you had a good weekend. I just want to say these CEOs need to step up against this woke stuff. Agreed. And just you know, say enough. Everything now, every day you hear a racist story or woke. I'm tired of hearing about who's 
dressing up as a woman and you know it needs to stop basically because the world is crumbling before us and the media is just and the politicians they don't care about anything they don't care about the border that's why trump is sitting on the front page of the paper with a baseball bat ready to bash somebody because he's tired of being harassed. No, I, I hear you on that, Ray, but I'm going to explain why that was wrong uh, in just a I few know. minutes. I, I, I support the president. You listen to this show. You know that I feel that um, that he may win the election, but it was wrong for him to um, to uh, pose with a baseball bat next to a photo of the uh, district attorney. But thank you for the call, Ray. I'm going to uh, get to that in just a second. I mentioned uh, Andrew Cuomo, and so I want you to hear a little bit of what he had to say just Friday night. It was must-listen-to radio. I listened to every word from start to finish. And uh, the former governor is blasting. We're going to get back to Ford and all of that nonsense. Again, as I sat there at, at the uh, water park and I was looking out at the diverse crowd, all I kept thinking about was, when when does employees tell the employer how to run their company? And it's the equivalent of, make, make no mistake about it, when I'm before this microphone, as, as Curtis has said, and what other hosts have said, I, th- this is not my microphone. This microphone belongs to John and Margot Casamitidis. And imagine if I said to them, as nice a people as they are, because they would listen. But imagine if I said to them uh, late, a few hours later on today, excuse me, Mr. Casamitidis and Mrs. Casamitidis, um, uh, as, as one of your African-American employees, I don't think that you should run advertisement A, B, C, D during my show. Now, let me put myself in their shoes. If I were the owner of the station. I would listen to the employee, and like I said, I I would say in a nice way to the employee, you could kiss my, and that would be it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply you would be terminated in end of conversation. And they're telling Ford this Ford don't make police cars because police officers allegedly engage in police brutality. Anyway, Andrew Cuomo. So Cuomo said he made news on a number of fronts. If you picked up any of the papers said that he doesn't understand why Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg is putting such emphasis on the case as it relates to former President Donald Trump. And we know that this is going to break one way or the other, a possible indictment uh, this week. And I have been saying all along, this case is all wrong. But I do want you to listen to what, before I take this break, what the former governor had to say about Mr. Trump and Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Donald Trump doesn't help himself when he says uh, death and destruction. If you indict me, I have a baseball bat. I'm going to come, you know, 
uh, we're our own worst enemy in life. You know, why he did any of that, I have no idea. Um, but the uh, indictment was supposed to come this week. It didn't come. Uh, I believe it comes next week. The expression for a prosecutor is you can indict a ham sandwich because the prosecutor controls the entire indictment process. So I'm sure they'll get an indictment. Uh, I don't understand uh, why Bragg is putting such emphasis on this case. Uh, a person breaks the law. I get it. But on the state side, this is a misdemeanor case. It's really a federal case because he needs it to be a campaign finance fraud case, which is a federal case. Uh, and, and that's what Bragg is going to have to do to get a felony out of this. Uh, and also, general caution, you have a cynical public. They don't believe anyone and when you start to see these prosecutors bringing political cases, it just affirms everybody's cynicism. I don't believe any of this. I don't believe uh, a Democratic prosecutor just happens to be attacking a Republican. I don't believe a Republican prosecutor just happens to be attacking a Democrat. I think it's all politics. And I think that's what the people of this country are saying. And it just feeds that anger and that cynicism and the partisanship. It's a coincidence that Bragg goes after Trump and Tish James goes after Trump and Georgia goes after Trump. That's all a coincidence. Uh, and I think it feeds the cynicism. And that's the cancer in our body politic right now. And uh, former Governor Andrew Cuomo, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, appearing Friday night an hour long <clears throat> excuse me, an hour-long program with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis. It was must-listen-to radio, and it was fascinating. And the tough questions were put to Cuomo um, about his future, and he basically punted, as um, as all politicians do. But what was clear from the interview was that um, Cuomo's future is not over. There's a lot of talk that he may uh, challenge uh, Senator uh, Gillibrand, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But but he was sounding like someone that's about to run for office. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to let you hear what the president, former president Trump, had to say in Waco, uh, Texas, over the weekend about Alvin Bragg, Michael Cohen, and uh, that entire situation. And um, we're going to talk about his pledge of death and, and destruction and the photo. I am a big supporter of Mr. Trump, but even as his own lawyer, Joe Tacopina has said, it was a mistake to pose, uh, to post the photo with the baseball bat next to a picture of the Manhattan district attorney's face. That's, that's just wrong. It's dead wrong. We will continue with your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Talk Radio 77, WABC. Now. Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. So it's going to be a big week in New York with the entire country watching. 
The mayor of New York City, Mayor Eric Adams, says, quote, I think District Attorney Bragg is going to make the final determination. We have not heard yay or nay. We're just going to be ready, whatever happens. And uh, for the other side, basically, uh, the House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer says, quote, we're sick and tired of meddling in federal elections. Uh, as he appeared on State of the Union on CNN, I don't believe that Bragg would be doing this if Donald Trump was not running for president. Agreed. No reasonable person can disagree with that that last statement there. But this was wrong. And even the former president's attorney is admitting that it was wrong. That is, Mr. Trump posting a photo or someone posting a photo of Mr. Trump holding a baseball bat next to a photo of the district attorney. And um, his lawyer, Joe Tacopina, says that it was an ill-advised post that one of his social media people put up, and he quickly took down when he realized the rhetoric and the photo that was attached to it. So according to uh, Takapina in a contentious interview uh, Sunday on Meet the Press, that it was ill-advised and one of the social media people put it up and the former president quickly took it down when he realized, again, the rhetoric and the photo that was attached to it. Mr. Trump appearing at a campaign rally over the weekend in Waco, Texas. Here's what he had to say about the district attorney, about Michael Cohen, and this entire situation. They took the word of a proven liar, a convicted felon, and a disbarred lawyer, all the same person, believe it or not. You wouldn't think that could go to one person. It would be three, four, five. Over some of the most respected and prestigious people in the country and in New York City, some of the most respected lawyers testifying against. They looked at all of these pages of documents. They went back to old cases that were summarily rejected by many prosecutors, highly respected prosecutors, Democrat prosecutors all, before including, and I will tell you, the existing prosecutor who said, this case doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. All of a sudden, pressure got put on him by Washington, D.C. And the case that didn't make sense, he said, let's go get Trump. They even had numerous prosecutors who resigned because I was being treated unfairly. That made me feel so good when I heard that. Think of it. People actually in a Democrat area, Democrat office, they resigned. Did you know that? They resigned. A lot of them resigned the office because they said, you can't treat a man like this. He didn't do anything wrong. The president, former president, at a campaign rally over the weekend in Waco, Texas, we are also discussing the outrageous, dumbest idea of the year where some Ford employees have gone to the CEO and board chair and said, Ford, don't make police vehicles anymore. Too many Ford police vehicles have been used in police brutality uh, incidents, so we don't want you to do it anymore. Okay, and... and, and, (laughs) Okay, and, and you, you know what the CEO should do? Okay, fine. We'll stop today. Next week, you're fired. We don't have any business. There's no need. We don't have a justification to keep you anymore because we don't have the business 
because you thought it was a great idea to cut your own throat. So that's exactly what you did. Let's go to Chris and Beth Page. Good morning, Chris. What's on your mind? So I have a couple of things. Um, I was listening to Dick Morris today, earlier on your station. He claims that Trump didn't even know about that picture, that it was superimposed. This is what Dick Morris was claiming. I tried calling him up to verify it. Is there any way you guys could get a hold of Dick Morris and find out what he was saying? He was telling everyone that Trump didn't even know about that picture. Well, that it was I, superimposed. We, we can't get a hold of Dick into at least a few hours from now during uh, business hours. But that that's, that's sort of in line with what Joe Tacopina, his attorney, is saying, that a, that a staffer did it. I don't know what the, what happens to be the facts of this, Chris, but the fact of the matter is the former president is responsible at the end of the day for his social media, not a staffer. He's responsible for it. Anything that's posted. And and that photo, you know, I, I'm a big supporter of Mr. Trump, but that photo completely crossed the line, Chris. I completely agree with you. I, I did it because I was trying to call Dick Morris and say, hey, what's going on? Are you sure about this? So my point is this, is Dick Morris tends to cover for Trump a lot. And I agree with you. That crossed the line no matter what. And he's responsible for that going out there. But, uh, you know, it, whatever. I just wanted to. I was in WABC all day, and like I said, I hear a lot of conflicting things between different hosts. So I'm with you, like I said, though. But somebody should have accountability for Dick Morris if he's going to put that out there. He's claiming Trump had no idea about the photo at all. And, and, and you know, and thank you for the call, Chris. Maybe maybe Dick spoke to the uh, former president. Um, and, and you know, but again, Joe Tacopina is essentially stating the same thing. Charlie in Hell's Kitchen, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, thank you for taking my call, Dominic. I just want to say how stupid this is and how short-sighted about not producing police cars. I also want to add, uh, obviously, I guess these people don't want Ford to produce uh, prison uh, transport vans, uh, vans or cars that uh, prisons use to transport inmates from one institution to another uh, correctional facility or to court or to medical services treatment. Uh, It's just, it's just nuts. And they're they're so hyper concerned and focused on uh, very rare instances of police brutality. I'm more concerned about the criminal brutality. We have people being thrown on the subway platform. Agreed. Beaten on the streets, and I, I honestly wish that there were some more police brutality. Agreed. Oh, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. I don't agree, Charlie. That there should be more police brutality. I, I don't. You know, let let me back. I, I see, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Charlie. Go ahead. I, I think people are more concerned. I think people should be more concerned about the criminal brutality because there's far more criminal Agreed. brutality. Agreed. 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 I'm I'm not afraid of uh, of our great men and women of blue. Uh, I, I'm afraid of these thugs that are out here that will smash you in the head, Charlie, will smash me in the head, will leave us um, uh, disabled, uh, our families on our own. You know, uh, police officers don't do that. Charlie, I, I appreciate your call. Thank you very much. You have a great morning. Mike on the Lower East Side, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. How are you, Dominic? I'm glad you had a good day with your kids. Um, 
Yeah, that's a, that pitch is the best thing he could have done. I'll tell you why. It's going to shut their mouth. They're going to want to say he's inciting a riot. But with that picture, he's saying, I'm going after uh, uh, right. Bragg myself. Mike, you know, so Mike, hit, Mike yeah. if there's any violence this week outside the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, President Trump will be blamed directly because of that photo. So there, there's no, no upside. He's going to get blamed anyway, even if even – if, that vote is telling everybody, I'm going after him myself. I don't need nobody to do my fighting for me. In other words, it, it, without that vote, he's, they're going to say he's inside the right. But with that photo, he's telling uh, Alvin Bragg, listen, I'm going after you myself. I don't need nobody. I'm not inciting the right. That's what, he, that's what that pitch is all about, man. Because and, either and way, they're going to they're gonna say anything. Hey, but, Mike, there's also the possibility. Remember, the white substance turned out to be nothing that was mailed to the uh, Manhattan District Attorney. If something should happen to Mr. Bragg or his family, the president has got a political problem because of that photo. So it it was, I guarantee you, none of his advisors were aware of that, and I believe it was uh, quickly taken down. But, Mike, I do thank you for your call this morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Alan Yonkers, good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Yeah, Dominic, thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to say the significance of the president speaking at Waco is what happened there 30 years ago. What we have today compared to then is federal overreach. What Alvin Bragg should learn is from Janet Reno's mistakes. She made a mistake as the uh, attorney general at the time who oversaw all the federal agencies, uh, the botched what the tragedy, uh, the travesty that the tragic event that uh, happened at the compound then. And then the prior year, the preceding year, uh, you remember Ruby Ridge. So these were uh, terrible miscalculations by the attorney general where people died. And if Alvin Bragg brings this indictment, I mean, I think his political future uh, will be through. It's a, it's already over. Whether By him even going this far, thank you for the call, Al. By the district, Manhattan district attorney already going this, this far, uh, it is it is my view as someone that's covered politics in this town for 40 years that Alvin Bragg is done. The next election, uh, the people, certainly there's going to be a call for law and order. And uh, and then when you topple that with this uh, Trump mess in which this this should not see the light of day of a courtroom or an indictment, he is done. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter standing by for 1 a.m. Frank Morano on the other side of midnight. When we come back, we'll also go back to your telephone calls. New Jersey, Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, Suffolk, and the second call from Queens. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. I mentioned former President Trump's campaign rally over the weekend in Waco, Texas. While the crowd didn't really give Mr. Trump any love when he mocked Florida governor and expected presidential rival Ron DeSantis Saturday, speaking to his supporters, Trump recounted how DeSantis asked him for an endorsement uh, for his 2018 race for governor 
claiming that uh, DeSantis, and he said this before, came to him with tears in his eyes. The former president ultimately touts himself as the person that saved saved DeSantis' career, claiming that it was his endorsement that secured a win for the Florida governor. But as uh, as Trump imitated DeSantis in a pleading voice, the crowd went unusually silent, failing to cheer as they did when he attacked other foes, such as Hillary Clinton or Ted Cruz. Again, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out between Mr. Trump and Mr. DeSantis. We are going back to your telephone calls. Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Long time no talk. Um, I miss talking to you. I've been listening. I have a question. What is the big deal with the tour? Now, if they, if they went to the CEO's office, which I doubt, they probably sent that memo. It was a letter. It was a letter. I got to do that. So what the hell? But they're not going to lose their job. But my thing is, what is woke? I don't understand that. What is woke? I hear it a lot, but I wonder if anybody really knows what they're talking about, because I don't. Okay, so wait, Audrey, I want to make sure I got you right here. You said you don't understand the big idea about yeah. about them going to Ford with this? Yeah, they can submit a, a suggestion. I mean, what the heck? It's not like he's going to listen. Okay. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Okay. It doesn't really matter. They're going to okay. keep making the cars anyway, right? Okay, okay. So, so, Audrey, I want to ask you a question. I, and, you you know, you, you're honest with me. I want you to be honest. Because, yeah. again, on, on Saturday, I, I kept thinking about this, right? As I'm sitting there and, and you, you know what's interesting, though, Audrey? When, when you sit down in those beach chairs, it's not as easy for me to get down and get back up anymore. But anyway, as, as I'm sitting there and I'm looking around, I'm looking at the children. I'm looking at white children. I'm looking at black children. I'm looking at Asian children. I'm looking at Latino children. And what the issues that we, African-Americans, mm-hmm. have in our community. Mm-hmm. Do you you think this is a, a should be a priority of ours? This this type of uh, nonsense? No, not this particular one. No, I really don't. I really don't. Okay, we, you, but, you, but you say you don't see anything wrong with. It, I, I mean, if I'm going to reach out to the CEO, I'm going to go. Know only African Americans. Were you there? No, 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 no. It's a few. It's a it, it's it's okay. a little bit of a mixed group. But 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 Audrey. But okay. but if I'm going to reach out to the top of the company, I'm going hat in hand, and and I'm asking for money to start a a, a scholarship fund. Mm, that's different. Okay, I, I, I'm going hat in hand, and and I'm saying thank you for giving me a job. I'm going hat in hand, and I'm saying thank you for feeding my family. Thank you for making it possible for me to do these types of events with my grandkids, because because without you employing me. None of this would be possible. And, and I'm not going to the CEO telling the owners of WABC, for example, what they should do with their radio station. It's their money. It's not mine. Again, Audrey, and this is the best way I can explain this. Imagine this, Audrey, if I said, Mrs. Katsimatidis, um, I, I don't want you to run these types of ad- advertisements anymore. Well, Dominic, why why would you say something like that? Well, but simply because uh, I I I don't think I don't think that they I don't think that they're fair to black people. Now, Audrey, how, how long you think I'd be an employee with that type of argument? 
You still be working. It is no big deal. It, it is a big deal, Audrey. How could you say it's not? No, it's not. But you know, but, but this is mis- Audrey. This is misplaced priorities. Mm-hmm. Audrey, the way I started with you, this, this guy, the <laughs> issues that we have in our community, and I'm talking simply the black community right now, from crime to education mm-hmm. to education. Wait, 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 to education, yeah. to education, okay, to education, okay, to education. <laughs> And with the issues we've got and our kids not graduating on time. And frankly, Audrey, our kids dragging down some school districts because they're not competing on the same level. Oh, it's racism. Right? Audrey, come on. At some at some point we gotta stop drinking the Kool-Aid. Talking to you though. Huh? <laughs> Huh? I miss talking with you. <laughs> okay, okay. Don't well, agree. Audrey, you don't agree? Okay, we, we can respectfully disagree. Uh, I do appreciate you as always, and I want you to have a beautiful morning. Thank you, Audrey, for the call. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. BJ in Queens, good morning. What's on your mind? Well, we now live in the United Shakedown of America where they can come in and tell you that police cars are racist, so we want you to stop talk, uh, want you to stop making them. And when a DA can turn around and tell a, a, a former president of the United States, look, pal, we're indicting you uh, for uh, <clears throat> some type of trumped-up charge that you, was a misdemeanor. It could be a felony. And uh, I, I'll bet you dollars to donuts if Donald Trump announced tomorrow that he was withdrawing from the presidential uh, campaign of 2024, this would go away. It would, it, would, it would linger a little bit, but it would go away. So all if you follow the money, you'll find the master. And the money comes from Soros. He's funding all these woke uh, uh, situations, these enterprises, these shakedowns, this whiteness campaign is, uh, you know, uh, angry at whiteness where it's infected the corporations. All the corporations are sending people to struggle sessions now where they have to read from these crazy books. Wait, wait, BJ, just, wait, wait, wait. You just said something. I, I want to stop and fo- you said, did you say angry at white folk? What, did, what was the, ter- the term you used? So, so there's a whole move, this woke, if you look into to the woke, uh, there's this whole situation now where people are, are being told that uh, they have white privilege, right? And uh, basically they're being made uh, in light of the uh, George Floyd situation, the the, uh, mer- the killing of George Floyd. You have a situation where they've gone into corporations and they've made people take uh, white privilege uh, classes uh, in and out of, of corporations. They even caught them where people were – uh, uh, you have to read these crazy books. I know someone who had to go through this personally with a corporation, and every week you have to take time out of your day to participate in a Zoom meeting or some type of group meeting, and you have to discuss the chapter on uh, you know, white privilege written by some of these uh, crazy uh, hustlers that have uh, popularized on this. They come in with all their consultants, and they shake people down. I don't know. I'm surprised you haven't heard about this. this no, is- no, I, I, I have. What, what I'm thinking about, BJ, is that maybe uh, because uh, you already you may already know I'm an author, but um, what I'm thinking about as I'm listening to you is that me and you need to start a hustle, and and right. we and and we we can you know I'll, I'll be the the black face and you'll be the white face and and, right. and 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 you you can hit them with the business plan and then you send me in and I go you're all racist and 
and you need training. Well, well, how much is the training with your company? $200,000. We, but you got to buy, uh, uh, 30,000 of our books and then you got to pay us, uh, $200,000. Maybe you and I, BJ, need to start the hustle because that's all it is. And you know what, BJ? I'm glad that you said it and I'm going to let you go on this. These people that they're having doing this training, I'm sorry, folks. I'm going to call it for what it is. I'm sorry. I would not hire these people to walk my deceased dog that's doing the training because they come in with all, what I call, it's what I call this Africa Bambata, that, the treatment, right? And it's like, it's like, oh, all of you are racist. Oh, uh, excuse me, sir. I'm, 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 I'm married to a black man. My, my kids are half black. You're still racist. And again, rather than focus on race all the time, what I like to do is focus on me. How am I going to make myself better? How am I going to get, right? So our owner, John Katsimatidis, the name of his book, uh, Common Sense and, you know, from a, a common sense billionaire, how, how to become a billionaire. I'm trying to figure out how do I get to that level? I'm trying to figure out how do how does Dominic Carter own a radio station? Frankly, rather than just being a talent on a radio station, I'm not worried about what you're doing or alleged racism. I'm trying to open that door of opportunity for me, my family, and my grandkids going forward. I call it the power of me. And now you want to tell me, you want to tell me, that Ford should stop making police cars because police cars are involved in 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 in, in uh, police brutality. Robin Rockland, good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Well, first of all, Dominic, it's always great to speak with you, I, and I want to agree with Gracie. You need more hours. Well, thank you. Um, we'll, we'll see what the future holds. Thank you. I hope so. What, I, what I'm so sad about is the black community, they always blame the white people, but we, they have a lot of opportunity right now, and all these inner cities are mostly run by African-Americans. Agreed. It's, Agreed. You've got to pull themselves up by the bootstraps, start getting better education, stop with the crime, and help themselves instead of blaming everyone else. Well, Rob uh... – my friend, you are preaching to the choir right now because that that's exactly the way that that I look at it. The way I look at it is that if you don't have the qualifications, go get the qualifications. Nothing in life is easy. Nothing in life that's worthwhile will come easy. Get the qualifications. Get the education. There are grants out there. There are scholarships out there. But if you're simply sitting back whining all the time, I can't do this. I can't do that. The police cars are racist. The police dogs are racist. It's enough. It, it, it makes it makes me want to almost vomit. It, it's enough. Thank you for the call, Rob. I'm going to go to Frank Morano in just one second. Let's go to Eddie in Babylon. Good morning, Eddie. What's on your mind? How are you? I love your program. You, you should have three hours. And uh, with Donald Trump with the baseball bat, this is Rupert Murdoch, who photoshopped this. I talked to, uh, um, I don't know who it was, the, 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 not Dominic Carter, but um, it, 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 was, it was put up there by Rupert Murdoch. 
this wasn't Donald Trump. He put it in New York in the New York Post. Right, but, but, but with a baseball bat. But they but they got it from from the, it, from the former president's um uh, uh social media. They got it from his well, social media. Really? Although that I thought it was from the New York Post. No, the Post put it on page Trump, one. On page one, and this was well, after okay. the former president uh, uh, predicted. Uh, I think it was death and destruction. But, Eddie, we appreciate you. We thank you for your call. I'm joined by Frank Morano, the other side of me. Hello, Good morning Dominic. To you, sir. Start of a brand new week. Yeah. How was your weekend? Great. How about yours? It was, um, hey, Frank, I just told this story. So, you know, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm starting to get older. You know, today's Curtis Lee was a uh, birthday. Yesterday, technically. That, but, yeah. Technically, today's my okay. wife's birthday. Tell your wife we said My wife birthday. would never share a birthday with Curtis Lee. <laughs> And so, you know, when when you're standing up and, you know, you, you go down to the to the to the uh, chairs, the beach chairs. Right. It's not as easy to get down there <laughs> and to get back up, you know. But anyway, what do you have coming up this morning? All right. Uh, we got an action packed show. Hey, I'm sure you saw a lot of the coverage of these uh, deadly storms in uh, Alabama and Mississippi. So. I'm looking forward to talking with uh, the greatest weatherman in history and an institution in the city, Lloyd Lindsay Young, a great guy and a great weatherman. We'll talk about uh, everything weather-related, maybe some non-weather-related subjects as well. We got uh, commendations coming up, and uh, we'll take a look at uh, the fact that some people are saying that there might be some more banks to fail very soon. Oh, boy. We'll see. I'm going to try and go to uh, one more quick call. Norman in Brooklyn. Norman, it's got to be quick. you got 15 yes, seconds. Right. Yes, Dominic. Uh, I am, okay, on Trump. Uh, I love Trump. Contributed three grand to him. Voted for him twice. And look forward to voting for him again. But please, no more baseball bat photos, please. Okay, well, we, we agree on that. Norman, thank you. Folks, you want to keep it right there. Coming up right now. Frank Marano on the other side of Midnight. I'll be back again at midnight. Right now, news headlines with Alex Barnard.